Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. What up? About last night, podcast listeners, your boy Adam Ray here. Got a quick question for you. You guys like making great money, right? Like super dope money? Oh, <laughs> that's what I thought. Well, here's a really cool opportunity I just had to share with you. Driving with Uber. That's right, Uber. I'm sure you've heard of it. It's that popular smartphone app that connects riders with drivers. Yeah, man, everybody uses it. I take Uber pretty much every day. I take it when I'm trying to get to a comedy club. I take it when I'm trying to avoid drinking and driving. I take it when I just want to meet cool people. I'm telling you, the stories and the conversations I've had while in an Uber are incredible. One of my best buds met his current girlfriend through Uber because Uber drivers are the shit, man. They're cool. They're fun. they, They are good at conversation and they get you where you need to go on time and in the appropriate amount of fun. Uh, you know why people love driving with Uber? I'll tell you what. The people who drive with Uber, they love it because they're their own boss. All right? They earn great money, and it's easy to start. All you need is a car and a license. That's all you need. Driving with Uber is great for anyone who needs flexibility. Parents, all right, if you're trying to find a way uh, to easily work around your family schedule, perfect. Drive with Uber. Students, you looking to make some extra cash in between those classes? Perfect. Drive with Uber. Now's the prime time to cash in driving with Uber. All right, you guys are going to thank me for telling you how to get paid weekly. I could be getting into your car when you drive with Uber, and we could talk about we could talk about all sorts of fun. We could talk about ducktails. We could talk about Pop-Tarts and Fraggle rock and, and and how the Muppets are coming back. We can talk about weed, man. I'm telling you, if you've got a car and a license, put them both to work for you today and start earning serious life-changing cash. Sign up to Drive with Uber at drivewithuber.com. Visit drivewithuber.com. That's drivewithuber.com. Hey, guess what? Don't be a goober. Drivewithuber.com. Well, it's that special time of year again. You know what I'm talking about when you hang out with your buds, you drink some beer, you eat some chips, you ignore your girlfriend. Football season's only just begun, but guess what? It already feels like the playoffs at DraftKings.com, America's favorite one-week fantasy football site where millionaires are being crowned all season long. One-week fantasy at DraftKings means no season-long commitments. It's fantasy football on demand. You play where you want, when you want, with the players you want. You could play on a boat in the middle of Nova Scotia. You could play in your stepmom's dildo drawer. You could play under the sewer like the fucking Ninja Turtles, man. It's your world. It's your game. And with a million bucks up for grabs every week, a million bucks every week, every game is the big game and every play matters. So first and ten of the first quarter feels like fourth and goal with one second left. And a long touchdown run could mean more than just a victory for your favorite team. It could mean you've just turned your love of football into a million dollar payday. This isn't fantasy. Fantasy as usual, baby. This is DraftKings. Welcome to the big time. Hurry to DraftKings.com now and use promo code ALN to play for free for a shot at $1 million in this week's Millionaire Maker event. Enter ALN for free entry now only at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. And now enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Hey everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, your phone, um, wherever you're getting the show. We appreciate it. Been getting a lot of messages 
uh, from guys overseas too, which is really dope. Appreciate all the support over there and everything you guys are uh, are doing for our country to keep it safe. Glad we can throw some entertainment your way. Um, today's show is a uh, is is a beauty. It's a good one. It's filled with a lot of great stories. Mainly from Las Vegas, which is where I was for a whole week doing stand-up at the Laugh Factory at the Tropicana. Love that room. Uh, and I was there with my buddy who I brought to open for me, who, uh, who has been on the podcast a few times already. Mr. Mark Saratella, back on the About Last Night podcast, delivers yet again. Um, he's just uh, one of the quickest comics that, uh, that's out there. Uh, great writer, great storyteller. Uh, great observer of life. Mark and I always have a great time when we go on the road, and because uh, I think we both just see life through the same lens. Very Larry David-esque, just the type of shit that happens. One time we were in Reno, and we were talking about life and our careers and whatever, and Mark was like, yeah, I, just, uh, I think things have been on the upswing lately. Like, I've just been having good sets and blah, 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 and after doing Adam Devine's house party, and, and just I'm just feeling good. And then we look over, we're sitting on this like stoop in front of this river, the Truckee River in Reno, and uh, the comedy club was nearby, and so we'd been handing out our cards, our postcards, with our sites and stuff after the show. And as Mark says this, one of his postcards goes floating by with a piece of bread on it on the river in front of us, and ducks are trying to chew at it. And we just both start crying laughing because it was just so fitting for the moment. Um, anyway, we get into our week in Vegas, all the stories and, and um, you know, craziness that comes with Vegas. Mark tells a great story about... Mark was in Vegas five days before I even got there. So he was in Vegas 11 days, which is fucking nuts, man. Nobody goes to Vegas for that long. It's three days tops, six or seven if you're doing stand-up. He was there for 11. Uh, his brother almost got him arrested before I even got out there. Then we did the shows. Uh, he tells a crazy hookup story. Uh, it's just it's a great episode from top to bottom. Uh, we laughed a lot. You guys are really going to dig it. So follow Mark on Twitter at Mark Saratella, S-E-R-R-I-T-E-L-L-A. Uh, Mark also runs Comedy Juice, which is uh, the biggest show in the country. Every Wednesday at 10 at the Hollywood Improv. Uh, every Tuesday at 9 at Gotham in New York City. Every Wednesday at 8 at the Madhouse Comedy Club in San Diego. And every Tuesday at 8 at the Irvine Improv in Irvine, California. Uh, check out ComedyJuice.com for, uh, for all those tickets and info. It's always the best show. He stacks them with headliners. They're always dope. Uh, so go see a show if you ever get a chance. Uh, and follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. Follow Brad on Twitter at Funny Brad. Brad Williams this weekend, tonight. I'm sorry, tomorrow. Brad is in Tampa, Florida, September 18th through the 20th at the Improv in Tampa. Go see Brad at the Tampa Improv, September 18th through the 20th. Get your tickets at improv.com. And then Brad, September 30th through October 4th, will be in Bloomington, Minnesota at the House of Comedy in the Mall of America, baby, September 30th through October 4th. Go see Brad in Bloomington. Um, you know, he's going to be in that mall a lot. So, you know, enjoy that because the Mall of America is, is incredible on its own, but then then you throw a then you throw a midget in there. That's 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 the greatest thing ever. I mean, you got roller coasters, Jamba Juices, Toys R Uses, Gaps, and Dwarfs. Jesus Christ, it's the greatest mall ever. Greatest day of your life. If you see Brad, say what's up to him. Tell him how much you love the podcast, and uh, then go see him. Go see him at the House of Comedy in Bloomington, Minnesota. I will be. Well, I'll tell you where I am tonight. Through Saturday, I'm in Fort Worth, Texas right now, baby. Fort Worth, Texas. I'm headlining Hyenas Comedy Club tonight through Saturday. One show tonight at 8.30. Two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Get your tickets at Hyena, hyenascomedynightclub.com. 
Uh, and also hit me up on Twitter. I'm going to be doing some contests and whatnot, but uh, I got I got a handful of tickets if you guys want. Hit me up on Twitter uh, if you want to come see me at Hyenas in Fort Worth, Texas, tonight through Saturday. And, of course, October 20th, 8 p.m., that's a Tuesday night. Brad and Adam are doing the first Hollywood Live About Last Night podcast recording at the Hollywood Improv, baby, October 20th. 8 o'clock. It's on the website. Get your tickets at improv.com. We've got some insane guests lined up. Uh, We're going to pack it out, baby, so get your tickets now. We'll be giving some tickets away later on, but uh, I'd get your tickets now. Reserve your seats. Uh, The guests are going to be dope. It's going to be awesome. Brad and Adam, About Last Night Podcast. Live recording, Hollywood Improv, October 20th at 8 p.m. And then, of course, Brad and I will be in Tempe, Arizona together October 28th through November 1st at the Tempe Improv in Tempe, Arizona. And on that Wednesday, we're doing another live ALN recording uh, in Arizona at the Tempe Improv, and then the rest of the weekend will be just stand-up. So get your tickets for that also at improv.com. Of course, go to astoymerchandise.com, E-S-T-O-Y, merchandise.com to get all your ALN merch. Hats are coming. We got shirts and mugs. Pick up your items. Bring them to the shows. Brad and I love signing them for you. Uh, We've signed a lot of shirts in the last couple weeks, which has been so dope. Um, and, you know, hopefully eventually those shirts will come up a little and we'll sign some boobies. I have not yet. Brad has. Uh, and, you know, that's something that he uh, lets me know about uh, on a weekly basis. Uh, he'll send me a text, sign any boobs yet? I'm like, fuck off, dwarf. Um, so <laughs> it's a very loving relationship. Um, <laughs> by the way, if you haven't seen the videos of Brad and I uh, with his funky duck on my Instagram, go to my Instagram, adamray 33 um, I keep telling Brad, you gotta, you gotta like take that thing to one of your gigs and film it. I'm telling you, they would sponsor you, throw some money, make a documentary. Brad Williams travels the world by Funky Duck. Fuck yeah, dude! You wouldn't watch that. Of course, go over to the iTunes page right now before the episode starts. Give us a five star rating and comment on the iTunes page. It can be as little as "You guys are awesome," "Brad smells funny," "Adam's hair is getting too big." Whatever you guys want to say, leave a comment on the iTunes page. We appreciate the support. It lets us know too that you guys are listening. We we love the uh, the, the tweets and the emails and the comments, and that's you know it's 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 some way for us to get uh, direct feedback from you guys and uh, to let us know that we're uh, what we're doing is is being received well. Um, we really appreciate it. We've having fans come up at shows uh, is is just the best. Um, and so if you can do that on the iTunes page, it makes us feel good. It helps us climb the podcast charts. And you know, Christmas and Hanukkah are coming around the corner. So you want you want all that all that good karma, all that good Hanukkah karma, uh, Hanukkah karma. And to our Clooney Boop winners, Aaron Cook, Joey Harris, Tony Riney, uh, hang tight, guys. Don't fret. You're your merch is coming. Brad is still on vacay in Hawaii. Once he gets back, we're going to sit down and get everything together. You guys have been very patient. We'll probably throw in a couple more goodies and, uh, and throw that stuff your way for uh, being our Clooney Boop contest winners. Speaking of contests, uh, we drop another one in this episode. You guys, uh, I think you're going to really dig it. Uh, it's at the end of the episode where you will find out the next About Last Night podcast contest and all the details. So, so, uh, so listen to that and send your stories. Get excited. Uh, so many great guests coming up. Neil Patrick Harris, Howie Mandel, uh, Jeff Garland, David Flynn from Undateable, Brett Morin coming back. That's all the guest info. Those are the tour dates. Those are the Twitter handles. That's the contest info. That's the merch info. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with our buddy, Mark Saratella. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a Jew, so why don't you sit down and listen to 
last night. But you know what, too? You go to Twitter for dirty shit. You go to, you know, you go to Instagram for pictures of boobs. You go to NBC to see sitcom comedy. You know, it's like, wow, that's just the. I think that break, I, I, breaking down the business with Mark Sartell. Yeah, I think that. I think that. I think that's, that's the how you rundown. make it, baby. <laughs> Yeah, because because I I think we just got uh, the first three things that uh, Mark does when every morning. Up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he he goes to Twitter for dirty shit. Goes this to Instagram to see boobs. <laughs> well, let's be honest. I mean, Instagram is you know what's so funny. I was scrolling through my uh, the accounts, just my Instagram, and seeing like the it's a lot of, and I was starting to get very angry at the amount of like hot girl pictures that were posted with quotes. And then I go, hey man, you chose to follow these people. That's, yeah. So this is true. Wh- what am I getting? You yeah. Know, so so, big, so like who's there's, the there's a girl that, that did this music video um, for us and uh, for Santino and I. And there's a picture of her, you know, bent over in a onesie on the uh, beach, <laughs> right? And it said, "Beautiful day to look for some sand dollars." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking." Yeah, is is, is sand dollars in the Urban Dictionary? Does it mean clitoris? Jesus. Is that what that means? It might because that was a very <laughs> and, and, and I've said I've said this before. It's like no dude sees like a picture of boobs on Instagram and goes, "Really." You're not going to try to inspire me with some sort of quote or message <laughs> with these boobies? Where, where's the Hallmark card? Yeah, where's, yeah. <laughs> Martin Luther King Boob Jr. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, but, but you're totally right. And then, but every time I'm about to comment on one of those photos, I just read the comments that are, that are already posted and go, yeah. oh, yeah, that's not a good idea. No, you should it's never not- <laughs> comment on, I mean, you never comment on yeah. a, I mean, it's just, you know, and what's the term Jaleel said was like being thirsty? Thir- yeah. Yeah. Thirsty. But, you know, that works for some people. And I'm just getting used to Instagram right now, and you know when you accidentally, like, favorite a photo? It's just some girl's ass. Like, I didn't want to be associated with liking this. I do like it. I just wanted to mentally like it. Yeah. Have it be in public. Yeah, because you just want to like kind of mentally like it. Just kind of an, on an instinct, you do like a quick little double tap thing. You're like, oh, okay, that's kind of that's cool. Totally. That's that's something I like. And then you don't even realize that someone could go and see like, ooh. Totally. But why would Brad, you? Brad Williams just favorite twenty two pictures of Asian ass? <laughs> well, well, think about that. I mean, yeah, is it? It's fine. Do what you would do in real life. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. if you're gonna like a photo on Instagram of a girl's butt, then you better walk around your daily life looking at a butt and go, "I like that." Like right yeah. behind her. You know, totally. you better you better stay true. When Instagram be, gets real, be consistent. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but. I Take a snapshot of them, print it out, frame it, hang it on your wall. <laughs> sign it. Get them to sign yeah, it. Yeah. And, and then when your mom comes over, comes over to visit, going, what have you been doing in L.A.? You just, yeah. like, point to the ass on the wall. Like, yeah. well, I've been looking at that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. <laughs> I used to have a, a thing, too, when people would ask me. I'm sure you guys are dudes. People have asked this when they go, are you a boob guy or an ass guy? And I'm always mm-hmm. like... You said trying to set me up with a torso? Like, what do I got to pick? Like, <laughs> like yeah. why can't I like both? Yeah. This isn't a civil war. <laughs> the boob guy's going that side. The butt guy's going that side. Fight. <laughs> flag football game. <laughs> what? So like a flag football game to, fi- to finally decide what are dudes into. But you know what? Uh, ass would win that game because there'd be more black guys on the ass team. And then they would totally dominate uh, the yeah. black football it would team. Be, it would be all over. Yeah. Wow. The yeah. foot fetish guys go in the bathroom and jerk off with a belt around your neck. Whatever you do, you weirdos. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I also have a, uh, a recent gripe with, um, with really pretty girls posting pictures 
really like sounds like a great poem hot pretty so, girls posting pictures say that 10 times fast <laughs> uh so for uh like like pretty selfies or whatever but they empty their baggage with an entire like soliloquy that's like with this hot pic- so it's just you know it i don't know it's like obviously your, we're, your penis is very confused <laughs> because, because it's like, ooh, hey, that's, I also a, just, that's a picture I like. And then it's like, yeah, it's been a tough time recently, uh, go, going through a lot, just trying just try to remember why I came out here. Just- I, I guess I get it, though. Like, you, if you're emptying that amount of, like, you know, troublesome, uh, you know, life details, then you're going to want an immediate, like, it's okay by liking that picture. Yeah. Right. You know? I met you once four years ago. Your life's going to be good. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, really just strangers. Have you guys ever drunk Facebook commented? Yeah, Ooh, absolutely. I, or, or messaged? I've seen you get into some battles online where you see the <laughs> comment thread just go where, where it goes down for a while, and then you have to get to that point to where it's like, click here to read more. And you're like, fuck yeah, yeah. And this looks like it's going on forever. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, try to make a, I, I try to make an effort not to go on social media it, it, like when I'm too drunk. Because yeah. it's, it, it's just... I've, I've, I have I have done it before, and it's not good. Then no. you get then you get the sober message the, the next day, like, "So, are we cool?" And you're like, "Wait, why wouldn't we be?" And then <laughs> I thought we were. <laughs> not <laughs> Let, really. Let's take a look at the evidence. Oh, wait, <laughs> I said yeah. that. Ah, crap. Yeah, Brent Warren's got that great joke where he talks about he goes, "I shouldn't be able to be in my room alone late at night and ruin everything." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it's absolutely true, and uh, and and you see that. I mean. Thankfully, I, I think I think we're all on on the level where that can't happen to us yet, and uh, yeah. certainly a lot a lot of comedians. Uh, we kind of have a little more leeway than the than the average person because we do talk about crazy stuff on stage, and people kind of expect it from us. But yeah, there's definitely people that. How weird is it that they can do one tweet, one joke, one saying, and just like uh, was there? There was a wrestler uh, that got signed. Uh, she's a female wrestler. She got signed and then fired the very next day because they go they went through her so they went through her social media. She had one picture of herself uh, having like a, in a Nazi SS uniform. Oh my god! And was, uh, <laughs> yeah, and was just like that was like her Halloween costume or something. I I, like, <laughs> I forgot exactly what it was, but it, it was something like it had some sort of Nazi paraphernalia. Yeah, but it was dated like October 29th and like. You put that on two days early. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I'm finally signed to the WWE. The, the dream is realized. You know, this makes me want to goose step. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, there was that one. And then here, here's the one in more and more this week in Nazi news, uh, <laughs> which should totally be a pilot. Never host that show. If I can give you one piece of career advice, never host that show. This week in Nazi news. I'm giving you the Matumbo finger on that show. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, uh, that's my Matumbo. Matumbo meets Fat Albert meets Cookie Monster. <laughs> Mary fuck kill. <laughs> uh, so uh, there's the British version of the show Big Brother. I guess it's the B- Big Brother since that's where it got started. And uh, they're, they're doing Celebrity Big Brother. And Tila Tequila is on Celebrity Big Brother. She, wow. And she just got kicked out of that. I mean, first of all, huge news because, wait. Tequila Tequila's a celebrity? Yeah. Who knew? Uh, and then, secondly, she got kicked out of the house because they went through her social media and found and found some Nazi stuff, too. Like she, Oh, that's right. I remember she went, like, some kind of crazy... Yeah. Like, she was, like, pro-white for a while. Like, Tila, you're Asian. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, the white is the best race. You're like, you're not whitey. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't know why, I don't know why you're saying that, but yeah. uh, my response to that is... 
Did you really have to? Is is, is Nazism the reason why you had to kick Tila Tequila out of the house? It couldn't be, you know, yeah. uh, rampant STDs to all the other cast members. That couldn't be it. No, and clearly she's not going to start that movement. <laughs> <laughs> like no one's following her into the Fourth Reich. <laughs> I, I was on the fence about joining the Nazi party again, and then I look on the internet, and I see the tequila tequila. <laughs> it makes my penis very happy. I will follow you to freedom. <laughs> is that also Dikembe Mutombo? That is also Dikembe yeah. Mutombo. That is also my Dikembe. Because then, uh, could be, because then when the uh, Allied forces come up, then you hear the German go, no, no, no. Yeah. And, and <laughs> it's pretty much the same impression. It would be great. Like, you think about who our leaders are, and it's like, you know, Obama for sure has been the coolest of the leaders for a while, right? Like, and yeah. it does, in terms of the world welcome leaders? Welcome to Adam Gets Political. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. By the way, you might have fucking wanted to set, put on your seatbelt and grab a nice cup of cocoa because this happens one, once every 25 years. The coolest of our leaders. Yeah, no and I'm 33, so this happened when I was eight. <laughs> yeah. He was like, Bill Clinton, I like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, he I put a cigar know. in that bitch's pussy. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, Six plus seven is 13. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know what you're saying. Why are you saying Obama's the coolest? Have you seen pictures of me on my horse without the shirt on? I'm talking as Vladimir Putin, of Yeah, course. I was going to say. I, you were really testing my knowledge you right there. killer was, Vladimir Putin. Yeah, it's, was, <laughs> it's not a Vladimir Putin as so much as it's just generic Russian accent. I, I, I think I got it from the live-action comedy... Uh, 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 what is that? Fuck, and possibly a Rocky, oh, Yes, <laughs> Rocky and Bullwinkle, and uh, I think it was uh, I think it was uh, Robert De Niro who goes Moose and Squirrel, and that's where I, and that's where I'm getting the entire accent from. Here's how big my political knowledge uh, <laughs> uh, is. I heard that and immediately go. When did the count run for president? Like I was like, <laughs> the fuck? but then I realized, oh no, that Vladimir, was, that was Putin. Yeah, no, it's Putin. Well, I guess I just I just want to raise the question of like who could be a possible like you always hear jokes about Clooney's gonna run for president or Tom Hanks would make a great president but like yeah. who do you think is really a possible possibility uh, well, who, who's a possible possibility out of celebrities and that sounds like a that sounds like, like a, a celebrity a, jeopardy category no, that sounds like a potent set. potables no, and <laughs> possible possibilities no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah if I could go for one yeah a giving kind man yeah Bob Barker wow Bob Barker Dude killed it he had, a, he, had, he had a presidential look is he alive yeah, yeah so okay. <laughs> is Bob Barker is Bob Barker alive? Should be a TLC show because every I'd say every six weeks I ask that question. Yeah, whether I'm by myself or with a group of friends. Sure, you just kind of like wait. I've heard is. from Bob Barker. He's a man well. of the people. He's a man of the people, and um, and and a man of the uh, genitalia of animals. And yep, and he, he likes chicks. He likes animals. He gives out a lot of gifts. He appeals to the Midwest. He appeals to the Midwest. He's a winner. He's Jesus got the haircut. Cr- Jesus, he really does. He's got yeah. the name. I think Bob Barker it. for president. I mean that it just sounds. Who's his running mate? Sounds nice. Uh, oh, Alex super, Trebek. See, I was going to the black chick. I was the showcase s- showdown. The model. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that's the spinoff from Where's Bob Barker? Well, because I Is mean, Bob Barker dead. Who's the black chick from the showcase showdown? <laughs> that actually makes a lot of sense because the vice president, as we've seen from Joe Biden, is kind of just kind of a cheerleader. Yeah, you know, sassy. I, I, I don't know. I don't know too much that he's doing. So, uh, and you just got to stand behind the president when they're given the State of the Union. So, yeah, let's just have yeah. the hot black girl from yeah, the showcase showdown, like kind of present Bob Barker, like do like the up and down. And then like if he has a table or a graph or something like that, then she's like turning around, like. And then if they spin the wheel of what con- uh, of what country we're gonna bomb next? Like, boop, 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 boop. Boop. Come on, Palestine. Yeah. Boop, 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 boop. Palestine. So All funny. right. 
Wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, you joke, but that's that's a possible I mean, possibility. Uh, <laughs> possible <What>? possibilities. <laughs> Political talk. I think I'll, I'll I, tell you. I'll tell you one. Got to be your book, Adam. Right. All right. <laughs> one place we did not talk about politics at all this week yeah. was Las Vegas, In which a, is where uh, yeah, Mark and I were for a week. Right. And you were appearing at what club? The Laugh Factory at the Tropicana. Do not slight me. I was not there for a week. I was there for oh, that's, 11 days. Oh, that's right. <laughs> 11 days? Yeah, I totally Straight. forgot. This was the main purpose of, of really sitting down to do this bonus episode. Because I don't yeah. know if anybody... Mark posted on Facebook before he started this ambitious journey of family and friends and fun. Of, yeah. hey, I'm going to be in Vegas for 11 days. I think I'm setting some sort of Guinness Book of World Records. Sure. Where do I get my certificate and or free buffet uh, coupon? Well, it was so yeah. much harder than I thought it was going to be and I thought it was going to be hard and then it was <laughs> How just are you alive right now honestly I don't really know it I'm definitely still feeling the effects of it mm-hmm. uh, I went there early because it was my brother's was that in the thing <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know the Adam's laptop was. playing music is definitely a possible possibility here on this show if you're at home that was inside my ears right there <laughs> <laughs> no so yeah your your brother's uh, bachelor party and you had a no not bachelor party uh, birthday birthday, birthday. Party. yeah okay. and uh so he I, he planned it like three months before, and then I, we booked Vegas, and I called him up. I go, Mike, I'm going to be in Las Vegas for a full week, five days after your birthday. Can we bump it onto that week so I don't have to be there extra days? He said no. Uh, <laughs> the art of compromise. <laughs> That's a good one. But my brother has never drank a drink and never done any kind of drug. My mom wow. is in AA. Mm. So for the first five days, and I'm, my brother gets me a hotel room with my mom. All right. So I'm in four days, Nothing four like nights. having your mom in Vegas. And I just decide to roll with it. Uh, the first day. Mom, had, well, if yeah. there's a sock on the door. <laughs> but you went in with an open mind and open heart, being like, hey. Open mind, open heart, almost ended with an arrest. <laughs> now, so first day I have one drink. Nice teaser. Second day I have one drink. Mm-hmm. Third day I have two drinks by the pool. Fourth day, family intervention in the hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> After four drinks? <laughs> totally, and I was like, "You should. This is no. This is now. What now? Now what's the family intervention? So you come back to the hotel, and it's your mom, no, it's your just brother. Now they're checking out. Uh, my brother, you know, my family. They're very nice, mm-hmm. but they don't travel a lot. They're from upstate New York. They have not been around. Checkouts at eleven. Mm-hmm. We all know that's kind of a loosey goosey time for a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> we and and that and that's coming from people like us, like like who travel a lot, who stay in hotels. When they say checkouts at eleven, you're like. Yeah, but they don't. It, 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 it's not like it, the the clock strikes eleven. There's a gong that goes throughout the hotel. Totally. Some some guy kicks in the door, does a shoulder roll, <laughs> guns drawn, and says, "Get out of the hotel!" Like that. <laughs> like that's not happening. No. Yeah, a cave troll doesn't throw you through the window. <laughs> so I tell my mom. I go, Mom. She wakes me up at eleven or ten forty. She goes, "Get up, Mark." I go, "What's going on?" She goes, "We need to leave in twenty minutes." I go, "What now? Why?" She's like, "We're checking out at 11. I go. Okay, I'll just stay. You guys leave. Also, that's worthy of some sort of like, uh, you know, maybe an email or a text the night before. Totally. Some abrupt like, we're getting the fuck out of here. Get up. Get me up at 10. (laughs) At 10.40. Yeah. Yeah. And they were like, you can't get up because you've been drinking. I had two drinks at noon yesterday. It's it's 22 hours later. I'm fine. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And they're like, they're going to charge Mike's card if you don't get out of here. So I go, just get out of my, this room. <laughs> then I get a text from my brother where he's like, you will be arrested by the police if you're not out at 11. Because he just says no. I was like, Mike, there's no one who's going to come Because just, they just don't know. You know and it, it makes sense, too. If you aren't in that world and you don't um, experience these types of 
um, situations, your you brain know. goes to crazy places of like, yeah. they're going to come in with guard dogs. They're going to chew <laughs> off our dicks. Like, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Have you been outside of Albany? Yeah. They wheel you out on the room service card. <laughs> <laughs> they tie it to a just bungee cord. Dead. <laughs> and, you're, and you're just hanging up there as an example for, f- for future guests of the hotel. <laughs> Don't let this happen to you. When we, when we say check out at 11, yeah. it's at 11. <laughs> It's not 11.05. It's not 11. That's it's probably 11. what he thought. They leave you in a cage in the lobby, and people just throw meat at you. <laughs> and then uh, and now my family, we just do not argue. So my brother and I, I figured out, my brother and I's last argument was 1996. My mom wow. and I's was 1998. Jesus. Let's see, so, see 1996. It, I'm guessing you guys were arguing about which Spice Girl was the best? He won that argument. He's gay. He had a well uh, full uh, presentation. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, we didn't need the confetti, says you. <laughs> I have confetti, damn it. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So then, so the possible, so you don't get arrested, though. No, just to, to well, say. No, because yeah. cops have actual shit to do in Vegas. Absolutely. It's that like like they're working on uh, they're they're working on Danny Ocean trying to steal five million dollars from the vault at the Bellagio, right? That's a real nice. thing. Brad, Brad based all his real life Vegas scenarios on Vegas movies. Sure, there's Randy Quaid and Chevy Chase. They're running amok <laughs> in the lobby of the hotel. All right, uh, what's the third one? Uh, what's another Vegas movie? Uh, Michael Douglas just got some illegal Viagra that he's passing out to wow. Morgan Freeman and Kevin. Klein. Jesus. How about that for three Vegas movies? That's pretty good. Hey, yeah, I I went... Have uh, the Chipmunks ever gone to Vegas? <laughs> I, they, they should. I went two classic time. movies. <laughs> when they're not shooting. That's why they talk so hard. <laughs> I went two classic movies, and then I pulled out Last Vegas with, yeah. <laughs> with Kevin Klein. Kudos to you. Morgan Freeman and, and our buddy Michael Jerry Douglas. Ferrara. And Jerry Farrar was yeah. in that. You're Wasn't right. Wasn't De Niro in that too? Uh, yeah, I think I think De Niro was in that movie. Jesus. And they're all just guys running around like, I got a boner. What do I do with it? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that was the trick. That's kind of odd too. You get that, line of the movie. You get that collection of actors together, and that's the right. story. Yeah. yeah. You missed an obvious one too. What's that? Sleepless in Seattle. Was there a Vegas thing there? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I, I'm pretty sure I've seen that movie. <laughs> asleep on my couch. <laughs> just yeah. a movie that. Tugs at the right heart string. There, there you go. Uh, so, all right. So you were Vegas for 11 days. <laughs> yeah. So then, and so they're going home at mm-hmm. this point, but I'm checking into the Tropicana to begin our week there. By the way, when they left, what did you, what were you, I mean, you had, this fight ended, you haven't spoken with them since, right? No. <laughs> you don't, no, not at all. I think a family member tries to arrest you. I don't even know what to say, really. You know, maybe we can, should we call them now? <laughs> <laughs> Should we? Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean, I'd be down to call your brother if you want to. Is, no, we don't have to. Is no. Sally Jesse Raphael still working? Because I think this would be a great topic for her show. I mean, I I would love to break out break out the red glasses. <clears throat> I'm gonna need some, some mediation here. <laughs> I mean, I would love to call you Stu on that. I would love to. Okay. Um, so then, so then you're beginning another week, which is so I wheel. By the way, so I just leave at eleven. I, I'm not gonna have this conflict with my brother. I don't know who he's gonna bring up here. Like he's gonna show up with just like a Mexican busboy and <laughs> the, the in the front desk person. Hey, you have to leave. <laughs> and I go, dude, I'm partying. He goes, okay, I'll stay for the party. <laughs> uh, okay, your uh, brother now has to leave. Uh, he's not partying. Your plan backfired. So I just wheeled my luggage over to the Tropicana, which is two casinos down, and just sat on my luggage for five hours until I could check in at the Tropicana. Holy shit. It was so boring. <laughs> and uh, then you got there the next day. Yeah. And then our run there, two shows a night started. 
And uh, two shows a night, which was great. Yeah, you were, I was getting just uh, you know frequent texts of just like, when the fuck do you get here? Yeah. <laughs> totally. Just get like here faster. Give me some sort of positive energy. <clears throat> and uh, but like, are you uh, are you a gambler or anything like that? You didn't try. No, to... not really. I mean, I just I do like Vegas, but I just do the drinking in the pool. The pool mm-hmm. stuff. Talk to strangers. Yeah, uh, talking to strangers is a big part of your Vegas game, and it's yeah. fun. A because it's a great way to into uh, introduce uh, people to you know the show and get them to come yeah. to the show. It's sure. also just fun because Vegas is such a cesspool of people from all over the fucking world. Yeah, yeah. and. Everyone's got a story as to why they're in Vegas. No, no one's there to just be like, "Well, we were driving to Albuquerque, and we yeah. thought, like, oh, well, there's a hotel about an hour that way that's shaped like a pyramid. Let's yeah. go there." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, it was and, all vacay or you know, yeah, honeymoons, bachelor or, parties, yeah. bachelorette parties, uh, newly divorced parties. Uh, yeah. I, I, I we ran met. into that actually. Yeah. Divorce yeah. party. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Those things are real. Yeah, like uh, a girl that was 29 came with her dad to party for her divorce. Remember in the front row? Yeah. She lives in Seattle. And her, what was her story again? That she was divorced and the dad was there just without the wife. I don't know, trying to get laid or something. <laughs> it was a crazy table. <laughs> All right. But uh, I said that after 11 days in Vegas, I developed three conditions. Okay. Stand-up comedy elbow, <laughs> Captain Morgan eyeball. <laughs> And pool mind. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's uh, let's uh, go through all these. Yeah. What 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 is stand up comedy elbow? It's like tennis elbow. Yeah, just from bell, just the st- just holding the microphone, just in yeah, general right. tendonitis, soreness. Yeah. Okay, so so you so, also holding the drink. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So think well, of that. So like a pitcher who is in between innings, you you're you're like wrapped up with with an ice pack. Might as well have been. Chicks yeah. are like, hey, oh my God, what ha- what happened I to you? I just dipped my elbow in the champagne ice bucket. <laughs> Stand-up comedy elbow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lost a lot of good men out there. Uh, okay, so then... Captain what, Morgan's... Uh, Captain Morgan eyeball is where yeah. your friend accidentally pokes you in the eye when he's drunk, so you have to wear a patch the rest of the week. <laughs> Wait, Adam, did you poke Mark in the eye? No, I think this just was something we thought was going to happen. Oh, okay. Why? Were you getting dangerous close to his eyes at, 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 at some point? I mean, there was just uh, one night... I mean, don't get me wrong, they're dreamy, so I, I get it. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I ever got to... See, my drunk... I don't think either one of you have been around me when I've been just blackout drunk. Have you? Not, see, Not that I remember. You, I, was there too. I think I keep it together well, yeah. and then I just I escape before you yeah. can really see me and terribly. In general, you are a happy drunk. I am. Right. You're just kind of, you're in general. Yeah. Name one time I've gotten a little. Name one time you fucking dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's drunk right now. He's drunk right now. No, no, uh, I I uh, I don't get. Yeah. yeah, I mean you're. I mean uh, the. I mean, the, I'm either the fun or I more ever, fun. Yeah, the drunkest I ever saw you was on your birthday this oh, pa- yeah. this pa- <laughs> this past year. All right, well there you go. Judging the roast battle. Now, <laughs> granted, yeah. you you were still a lot of fun, but uh, but I had to be the straight man to your yeah. Uh, see, when you're on stage yeah. and you and you t- and you told the joke, I I, I would have given you higher marks if you didn't come at frog accent. Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> and the thing about that was fuck you. But secondly. Uh, yeah, I was not in good shape to judge that battle, but I also yeah. was like, I had, a, I had the birthday mentality. I was yeah, like, yeah. you know, but it, but also, you feel like you get a free pass on everything. Yeah, and 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 you were because I, I think uh, every five seconds you're like, but it's my birthday, so fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's like your tagline for yeah, everything. Yeah, it's yeah like, that made it all better. It's my birthday, so fuck it. And girls are like, okay, that's fine. It's yeah, a, it's his birthday. It's fine. Well, Vegas Vegas drunk is a different drunk too because when Mark says pool mind. That's yeah. like. We were at the pool every day. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you just, you the drink, the pool, you're rocking out to music, which we kept joking about, because like every song at the pool is a song you would not go out of your way to play. It's like, <laughs> you know, and, you're, and you realize you know the lyrics to songs that you hadn't listened to since the eighth grade dance. And you're, just, you're in the pool and you're vibing out and you're having a good time. Next thing you know, you're both looking at each other fucking doing a whole like choreography fucking dance to Material Girl, which we saw this old dude <laughs> with a goatee, bald head. That guy, would you say he, he, he was holding his drink, probably the same drink. The entire week. The entire week. He just had a beer, bron- Dever Broncos koozie and a Bud Light. Respect. He, he, I, we just look over at one point, and he's just lip syncing, dancing to Madonna. <laughs> wow! And you know that there was a moment where he was like, "I ain't fuck it, fuck this shit, man. We gotta, we gotta find somebody who's gonna turn some better music." And literally, probably forty seconds later, he was like, "And I'm living, and I'm because I'm in Vegas in the pool, and everything is great, and I got a beer." You know, it was just like this guy was great too because he <laughs> he got all these girls to. Sh- he was bald, short. It's the Vegas pool, everybody. Oh. No. This was not no. our pool. No? No. This is not your pool? No. Tropicana is, is, now that's what I call music 20 through 26. All right, hold on. Hold on. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. That was not us. We were, uh, our pool was, shit, I don't know, man, some Lisa Loeb, some Goo Goo Dolls. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fucking, uh, you know, the summer of 90s. It was a 90s 95. mix, but not a good 90s mix. It was no. really bad. Because it, it, it would mix. go from slow go. to fast. Not even that good. Damn it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hold think, on. Think Goo Goo Dolls slide into... Google, it was like Google, Goo Goo Dolls B-side. Yeah. It was like Goo Goo Dolls Google Dolls B-side sounds like a horrible cover band for the Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and, and so this music is playing, and you, but you guys are there every day. Well, Vegas Pool Mine gets into you, and Mark, why he brought that up is then you come up to the room, and it was just like, you're still just walking around super slow-mo, like yeah. casual, just like thinking... Not you, think- you said it actually. There's no responsibility in the pool. Your only responsibility responsibility <laughs> is to stand up straight and not spill your drink. <laughs> That's about it. And then you're also physically lighter because you're buoyant. So you, you, you do that every day for 11 days, and it just takes over. It's yeah. like a like a, a mellow psychosis. <laughs> <laughs> also, your joke about not even that, man. Damn it! You are 0 for 5 on the top pool mix. I think you got a bright future as a pool mix DJ. Yeah, dude. There is yeah. a need there. Please come with us yeah. next time. Right. Fucking sit up in that lifeguard tower and hit play on your iPod. I will. <clears throat> the pool walk was a great thing uh, that we yeah. discovered. You know how you walk in the pool, Brad? Uh, Brad, you know how you float in the pool? Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> walk in the pool. You're assuming that my legs touch the ground? Brad, you know how you sit on the steps in the pool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you know, when you say, Brad, how do you walk in the pool? You mean like, oh, when I'm walking along the step, just pacing back and forth like a fucking football coach? Like, come on, man. Let's get out there. Or like a scared dog who just barks at the water? Yeah. You know? <laughs> that's, all, that, that's all I do. You, uh, you know, when I, when uh, the first time I saw you swimming in the pool was when we were in Cabo, yeah. and you were uh, uh, surprisingly an impressive swimmer. You know what? When you've, when you have a very buoyant ass, it, yeah. it, it just kind of keeps myself, <laughs> it kind of keeps myself up there. That, <laughs> is, that is my secret. Yeah, in an airplane, they're like, you can use these inflatable neck wraps or just grab bread. <laughs> if it, now, if, if a dwarf is conveniently next to you, yeah. just grab onto the dwarf. You will float right to right to the top. That You'll be good. Put your head between his cheeks. <laughs> yeah, put your head between his cheeks. And uh, a few people know this: uh, dwarf farts act as shark repellent. Uh, <laughs> So you'll be absolutely fine. I'm going to start that rumor right now. We can power the whole raft on this thing. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. You would have survived at the end of the Titanic, though. I would. <laughs> totally. I, I, I would have been fine. That, and you could have fit, like, at least five dwarves on that one 
uh, closet door that Rose was <laughs> sitting on at the end of the movie. I'm like, yeah. oh, there's there's no room for you, Jack. So <laughs> sorry, just sit down there and freeze and die. Meanwhile, like eight dwarves are are on one like doorknob, just like just like chilling. Like, oh, we're uh, we're good, everybody. <laughs> we're gonna live on this iceberg, <laughs> our natural environment. <laughs> I, ice dwarves. Woohoo! By the way, the uh, ice, dwarves. ice dwarves sounds like a minor league hockey team <laughs> from Portland. <laughs> Please welcome the Portland Ice Dwarves. Oh yeah, or who wins at the end of Game of Thrones? <laughs> oh, like, the, the Ice fucking, Dwarves. The Ice Dwarves took it out of nowhere. Right? <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't see that coming Thank the entire God. time. I don't even get that fake reference because I haven't seen that show yet. Oh, oh man. I know. I'm thinking about it. You don't know about the it's Ice Dwarves. It's part of my 2016 plan. <laughs> Balance the budget. Watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> All right. Also, Vegas. Another thing that you learn from being a week there is the recycledness, if that is a word, of the uh, casino buffet that you have access to as a comedian. Oh my yeah, God. it's unbelievable. It's hey, we are grateful that it's there. We are mm-hmm. grateful that it's free. Mm-hmm. and we are um, aware of your <laughs> trickery. <laughs> In which we'd walk down and it'd be like slabs of meat, and they'd be like filet mignon. And then the next day, they put noodles on top, and they go beef stroganoff on the same meat. And you're like, you haven't even fucking switched the pan out. <laughs> they're, they're, it, it, it's just crossed out with a sharpie, like beef stroganoff. Every day is a new menu item, but it's like next day stroganoff stew. Yeah, it's variations like a bowl of carrots, and then they throw some like you know. Yeah, shit. I don't know some uh, meatballs like- on it, and they go, you know, uh, marinara casserole. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and and and, th- and that's the thing is we're also there like most most of the comedy gigs in Vegas. Yeah, sure, your superstars come in and play one night and get out. But your average comedy gigs at the Tropicana, at the Brad Garrett Comedy Club, like you're there for a week. Yeah, you're there. You're you're there for a week, two shows a night. You're so pumped about the shows, you don't think about all the downtime you have. Yeah, yeah. to and, really feel it. And the pool is only if you know you can't fucking. You know, we were, we were joking. We were like, we could be gambling at the uh, tables or we could gamble on another game called Melanoma, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and yeah, because when you're there, when, when you're in Vegas for three days, you'll go, you'll do the pool one day, you'll gamble another day, you'll see a show. Like, first of all, uh, the comedians there can't see shows because we are the show. Dude, there's yeah. so many shows I wanted to see. I would have yeah. loved to have seen Britney. I would have loved to have seen uh, another Cirque show. Uh, yeah. Mark was trying to slip out and see Incubus. That didn't happen. Oh, where where were they? They were at the Hard Rock, and oh. apparently they killed it. My friend Gina saw him for the first time. <laughs> yeah, have you it? ever seen a girl so horny? <laughs> She's the horniest chick I've ever Say seen. Say when she texted you right after the show, or she said to you on the phone. You said, like, right after she saw the show. Oh, she's like, I'm so hot and bothered. I'm so wet right now. Where are you? And then she came over and didn't fuck me. <laughs> well, I mean, the the uh, cab driver was really annoying. So. Yeah. But, totally. but, but, hey, uh, that uh, Brandon... Oh. What's his last Brandon name? Brandon Boyd. Yeah, Brandon Boyd. That's a sexy mofo right there. Absolutely. We he came is. up with a new term, too. Uh, the cock block pick and roll. Uh, the cock block pick and roll. <laughs> cock block pick and roll. <laughs> You're going to yeah. love this, dude. What? Yeah. All right. We ran into a friend, Johnny LaCroix, so a comedian. Yes. And we see him in the MGM Grand just... In the distance, we even know he's there, and he's walking with three girls. Yeah, and he's like, for he's got like a strut and clearly a shirt that someone sh- lent him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you definitely- tell you're like, oh shit, dude, that ain't yours. <laughs> totally, like someone gave him a collared shirt from like '98. Oh, setting the mood. This is, yeah, this is Incubus. Space. Guys, just like you guys are staring at me, song. funny. Okay, okay, so you guys are like just taking it in. Well, I don't think I listen, listen to enough Incubus, so... Okay. You're, you're clearly introducing me to a new song, and I love it. What's this song called? It's called Stellar? Yeah. Yeah, it's a solid one. Anyway, mm-hmm. so uh, this one got your girl horny. Yeah. 
Just call is. her with it now. <laughs> <laughs> so we see Johnny coming out of a club with three girls. In the distance. You know when you see a friend randomly, you're excited. <clears throat> sure. So he, he comes up, and we're talking to these girls. Like, you do in Vegas. Like, what are you doing tomorrow, tonight? When do you fly out? Yeah. Just like the yeah. same questions. What's your blood and, type? Hmm? Yeah, totally. <laughs> What's your pin number? Where do you live? And so we, I pick up this girl's number. She wants to go out the next night. And then Johnny goes, he just does, like, the most stereotypical theater move yawn and like stretch the arms I was like ah and so stretches funny. out we made fun it was almost like he didn't actually yawn he just opened his mouth and made the yawn noise yeah totally <laughs> just went ah and oh, then, I, I, th- I thought you said it was even when you said he just made the yawn noise I thought he literally just went yawn he <laughs> <laughs> uh, might as well have and then did a stretch that was like like as if he was doing like the most most compressed condensed like you know peck fucking yeah, machine that, that like flying motion that people make like when they're like they put their elbows out like they right, stretch right. for the bed so it was like clearly not a stretch yeah. and or um and, uh yawn yeah and he goes i'm going to bed and then he looks at me while i'm talking to this girl and goes mark are you blacked out you can even remember any of this <laughs> and i go what <laughs> and look at him and then he just he takes his girls and leaves with them we go okay. back to the tropicana <laughs> He texts me <laughs> 10 minutes later, that chick went to bed. What the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> he did a cock block pick and roll. Dude. He, <laughs> he, he took me off the girl, tried yeah. to get her to bed, and then when she denied Spun him, away. Came, and, came and hung out with us, and yeah. then he, he did a cock block pick and roll yes. and called yeah. for the ball. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm, I'm open, ball. <laughs> Interesting move, the, co- the cock block pick and roll. Oh, yeah. I like it. Yeah, totally. There, yeah. There's a lot of that shit that goes on in Vegas. That you um, that happens just from strolling through the casinos, by the way. Then, sure. as we leave Johnny, we walk through the casino and we start coming up with um, with uh, ways songs. to kill Johnny. Well, no, no. <laughs> but we start talking. I start going, man. We're like seeing people. It was just so much traffic in the casinos, right? Yeah. Just so much people walking. Uh, and, that's all it is. It's and just like a migration. The people watching in Vegas is, I think, the best in the country. Definitely. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And. And walking through, and, and I'm just like, God, like, and people coming at you, and you're just like, you see someone from afar, and you're like, I want to know their whole story. You see sure. them talking. You see a group of dudes. You see a group of girls. You see two guys and five mm-hmm. girls. You see one girl and six dudes. You see, uh, you know, uh, two dwarves and, and, and five black guys. Then you follow you see, them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you say, you, you, you say, follow. where's this party? <laughs> yeah. All right. And so we start just like talking about how the, the different conversations you could be having with somebody as you're like approaching them from afar. Yeah. So it's like you see somebody from like 20 feet away, and like, uh, you you know you start singing to them as you're walking towards them, and it's just like passing conversations. But like okay. we thought it'd be a great rap song. So you're coming towards somebody, and you're like, you know, what you doing? How you living? What you drinking? What you smoking? What you getting into <laughs> tonight? You know. And then that person walks by you and goes, I'm chilling with my friends, and we're going to the club, and we're gonna do it up tonight. You know, just like and just like, I like that game. So we go through only if everyone's on board, because normally you'd try to do that to someone and be like, the fuck are you talking about? Oh, man? We, we go through and start yeah. making up lyrics to this so-called uh, Vegas anthem, okay. the Tropicana anthem. I think is what. We, uh, Tropicana anthem and sing probably three minutes into my phone, and then I send an email to myself with that memo. Wake mm. up to the next day with the subject of the email heading that said "Send to Macklemore," <laughs> <laughs> and I meant every fucking piece of that thought I can, process. I could totally see <clears throat> drunk Adam talking with you, Mark, just yeah. being like, "Dude." We could do this. We can send to Macklemore. Oh, I've so got a friend. Up about it. He yeah. he will publish this. He will do a parody of it. He will ask us to collaborate a thousand percent. Yeah. Our <laughs> lives will never be the same. <laughs> Wait, do you have it? Oh my god. This is this is a voice memo. Okay. After uh, once you guys play this, I'm gonna tell you guys my favorite Vegas memory that I that I've had made. And it goes on the lines of 
when you're walking around the hotel and just who you see and the entire backstory. Because okay. there was something that happened at uh, my brother-in-law's bachelor party, which I, which I threw, that uh, was probably the most... Uh, it, 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 I, I was... There's a certain decorum was, was the when it's your brother-in-law's bachelor party. Yes. You go, you're marrying my sister. Yes. I, How far can we go with this? Oh, yeah. And uh, my sister was nervous the entire time because she knew I was in charge of the bachelor party. Yeah. Your so, life's a bachelor party. Yes. <laughs> so it's so, like, so, so, oh, I'm just going to hang out for a weekend. This is a bachelor party. You, this is called Thursday. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. Yeah, that's the turn up right yeah. there. Yeah. So, uh, all right, I, I'm, I'm still working. So I'll get a little bit in the story. I'll yeah. tease it. Uh, pretty much, uh, my brother-in-law, when he got married, when he was marrying my sister, he, he said, Brad, we're going to Vegas. You're in charge of the bachelor party. I said, no problem. I got this. I call up, uh, an adult star friend of mine and say, Hey, you live in Vegas. I'm coming to Vegas. What can we, what can we do here? What, uh, what, what can happen? And all she tells me is Brad, don't worry. I got you. I was like, uh, Wait, wait, I don't know what I'm not exactly asking anything specific. She's like, no, no, no. Don't ask anything. Don't ask anything specific. I got you. She didn't negotiate money. She just said, I got it. I was like, all right, yeah. sure. So the night of the bachelor car- party comes and uh, I get a phone call from her. She's like, I'm in, I'm in the lobby. Come get us. And I go, us? She goes, yes, us. And I go, okay. I go down to the lobby. Walk across and out front uh, at the va- at 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 the valet stand is this girl and three other adult stars. Uh, th- three of them are dressed as Catholic schoolgirls. Their fourth is dressed as a slutty teacher. God. And they're like, "We're here." <laughs> I'm like, "Wait, what?" And uh, and that walk from the valet stand back to the elevator with all those girls on me. Oh my! That God. was the greatest walk of my life. Absolutely. Through a through a Las Vegas. That's how you ho- go to heaven, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Hotel, which is full, which is like the and like when I'm talking. Catholic school girls. I'm talking like barely. Like yeah. they they put two napkins on their tits and said like, no, it's the Catholic school girl shirt. <laughs> like it, it was obvious that they are either strippers or porn stars or whatever. And uh, like every guy was trying to follow us. Like, dude, what, dude, where's this party going? I'm going yeah. here. Also, they they think they can overtake you. They go, we got this guy. This guy, this guy's not tall enough to take all these. Yeah, tits. they yeah. think they can get your girls, but it's like, no, <laughs> no, because because that I'm a comedian. I'm a yeah. star. They're not going with you. Stuff like that happened, and then every time the girl would be like, no, 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 we're going with Brad. We're going with him. Like, you damn right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, the chaos around porn stars is that crazy. Was Look at the improv sometimes, and the mm-hmm. guys who love porn, like they'll just go up to a porn star and just literally pick them up. Yeah, like they think they can do anything they want with them. Like it's just it's a circus around constantly. Right. I saw a uh, porn star at Twenty Four Hour Fitness. Um, I'd say the first two years after uh, I graduated SC, like oh seven, mm-hmm. and I gotta be honest, I was a little starstruck. <laughs> I saw her on the elliptical, and I was like, I was like, shit, man. I I hope I feel this way when I if, if and when I meet Tom Hanks because right now I'm fucking <laughs> doing everything in my in my. Uh, well, it's like, what do you say to a woman power that to not ask for an autograph? Yeah, what do you say to a woman that you've already seen do those kinds of things? Yeah, it was weird. I almost felt like being like, what are you doing here? Yeah, <laughs> get off that machine. This is not what you do. Totally. This is this is not what you do. You go up to like elliptical. That's a crazy word. <laughs> Where'd they come up with that? <laughs> Great line, Mark Saratella. <laughs> Great line. <laughs> you do see those sorts of like gym pickups, you know, where you just yeah. see guys walking up to goes, man, what are you doing here? As she's like mid fucking like, yeah. you know, cool you working press. out or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
There's three overrated places that say you can pick up women. The gym, mm-hmm. Las Vegas, mm-hmm. and a wedding. I never get where people like, go to the wedding, get laid. It's like, yeah. dude, is this all about you? This is a wedding. You're going <laughs> to fuck somebody's sister. <laughs> and then you know everybody else. Like, yeah. So they're all, so all going to find out by yeah, the end of it. Absolutely. And then you Vegas is just too much noises and lights and things and people there with their friends. And it's just like, I don't oh. know. I, it, was, it makes me realize the, I mean, I feel like, you know, the amount of just excess that we absorbed, like, is probably even on just a, a tenth of what people did that week. You yeah. know? Like, we went on being, like, waking up, being, like, you know, one of my buddies uh, came down to visit from Seattle and, uh, and fucking just, you know, is married, works uh, all the time, is mm-hmm. just a, the most fun, and still so much fun. But you don't realize, too, when you work hard and play hard and you uh, got a two-day break uh, from the misses, you're yeah. going to turn it up a notch. This guy are. lost it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God bless him. Uh, he, uh, and I'll just give him the nickname Cochise. Uh, <laughs> Wait, he, uh, what? He, uh, he just went hard and got yeah. lost and called me at 2.30, 30, 4.30, mm-hmm. 5.30, and 8.30 a.m. Oh, jeez. And the following conversations went like this. Hey, 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 I don't know where I am. That was 2.30. I go, what? He goes, I don't know where I am. I need to get a cab, give me a cab. And I go, oh shit, man! Where I do go, I send it? I go, I don't know. I go, where, where, where? I can't find one in Vegas. And then he goes, he goes, he goes, no, no, no. All right, all right. Well, I'll call you back. And then, all right, all right. So then, like an hour and a half later, hey, hey, uh, I'm at some place called Lick. I was like, what? <laughs> and it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the the guy, the guy, the cabbie dropped him off at like some Korean rub and tug at like four in the morning. <laughs> he said, take me back to the casino. He took him to a rub and tug. So then he goes, I don't know where I am. And then he goes, he goes, do you have anything to eat? And then he goes, ooh, McDonald's. Click. And then I was like, all right, well, hopefully yeah. he walked in there and found a cab. Right. And then I get a call at 830 that says, like, hey, man, I seriously don't know where the fuck I am. I need you to get me. Can you get me? Yeah. And then he goes, oh, wait, MGM. I go, oh, you're, you're close. Just walk across the fucking balcony. Yeah. He goes, balcony? I got to fly? And I was like, okay, man, I'll see you. <laughs> oh, I'll see you in a little bit. And then <laughs> I got up at 10 a.m. Yeah. And I'm walking downstairs to breakfast. And I see him in the casino. And then the little John looks at him and goes, you need to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you said, too, that the casino, like, or somebody said that they saw him. Yeah. This is kind of fucked up. Oh, wait. So this whole Lil John thing is real? No. I know. No. no. <laughs> okay. I wish. Marcos, I think there's a conspiracy against the casino and your buddy, he goes, because he was fucking blacked out at one point. Yeah. And a guy at the pool pulled me aside and goes, you're friends with that kid, Adam, right? I go, yeah. He goes, and then that other kid he's with, I go, yeah. He goes, he goes I saw him blacked out at the craps table. He goes, security walked into the ATM and got money out of his ATM. And then he was, they had him throwing craps, and at one point he just threw the <laughs> dice down the hallway. <laughs> and security was like, oh, shit, oh, get that, get that. <laughs> yeah, get that. Wow. And he, like, fell off the table and just threw the dice yeah. away from the table. Yeah. Not even near. I feel like the moment you do that, they, yeah. they go, cool, man, you're done. Like, yeah. somebody escorts you to your room. Sure. Somebody, a buddy is there and escorts you away from the table. No, yeah. they picked up the dice, put it back in his hand, and go, you should probably bet on black in this time. <laughs> he, threw it, he threw it in his mouth like popcorn. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, it's like it's like it's like guys look around at the casino. This was paid for by people gambling, yeah. so you don't good. cut you off in Vegas. They you don't. There's a Apparently rule: control not. yourself. Yeah, yeah. There's no cut off. No bar. Vegas's like, rule is that was on you. <laughs> yeah, it is. And then they don't care. They they don't set you up like uh, uh, pretty much uh, on my birthday weekend when I passed out in the middle of the casino and had to go to the hospital. They brought me to the edge of the casino 
dumped me outside and then just said, all right. Yeah, Las good, Vegas is good fair. luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not dying on our property. That's all we care about. Oh so you can't. God. So you can't. So you, so you can't sue us. So yeah. 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 Now uh, we get back from Vegas, and now you're you have a little bit of time to chill before you're going to go on your sixth troop tour. Oh yeah, I leave in uh, in a month for Europe. Now this is the Goof Troop Tour. It's the Goof Troop Tour. Wait, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is it you real. and Polly Shore, and he's doing the voice of his character in the Goof Troop, buddy. Was Polly Shore a member of the Goof Troop? The he was in the Goofy movie. That 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 was his line. He had like, "It's the Leaning Tower of Cheesa." Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, you don't know. What, no, oh, I, I don't know like if I need just, to educate you, Adam yeah. Ray. I don't know if I've just been a man for too long. But what is the Goof <laughs> Troop? Is that a thing? Goofy and his, his son Max? No, no, well, the Goof Troop was a show on the Disney afternoon for a little bit. It is was short-lived. Is there any way we can erase this podcast? I don't know if I can. <laughs> uh, can we, like, men in black, yeah. flashy thingy people? No, yeah. it, it, it's it, it's the Goof Troop. It was came on along with uh, Darkwing Duck and, uh, and the Rescue Rangers. Yeah, perfect. By the way, the Rescue <laughs> Rangers was my introduction to what a true friendship really looks like. And into the Army. There was a... <laughs> It's all propaganda for the army. <laughs> Get you in there. Where are you going on the Europe tour? Uh, we're going to Kosovo, the UK, Belgium, Netherlands, Germany, and then I'm going to Paris. It's basically we're That's still really celebrating. All over. Yeah, totally. We're still celebrating World War II's victory. <laughs> Singing, dancing, comedy. You're like, hey, I wasn't here for Victory Day in yeah. 1944, so yeah. I'm celebrating a little, a little late. We're still rubbing it in. <laughs> It's the rubbing it into it. <laughs> well, I mean, they have those shirts that say, like, uh, America, back-to-back World, World, World War champions. So Do you really? Sh- yeah, so you should totally get one of those shirts and just rock that and get all your food spit in. Absolutely. <laughs> Do you have a place that you've, uh, on, that, on that tour that you haven't been to? You've never been uh, to Kosovo. Uh, I've been to Kosovo oh. once, uh, and, but I have not been to Belgium or the Netherlands. I'm excited about those two places. Actually. And these are all and these are all the bases. UK. Yeah, all bases. Yeah, you, usually get one day one day on where you perform, and uh, you've done a military tour before. And then the next day, you usually go do a touristy thing. Well, they'll take you on like a guided tour. Of yeah, but see, my tours were in the Middle East, so there was uh, no touristy thing. It's like yeah, we yeah. we have a cave. Hey Brad, yeah. hey, Brad you want to <laughs> see this bunker? Yeah. Hey guys, why have we been here for twelve hours? <laughs> Uh, fucking shit going on up there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yes. Brad, we looked on your uh, Facebook page. It said, interest, bunkers, and falafel. Because <laughs> that's what you're doing. <laughs> Pretty much. Wow. Yeah, that, yeah that, that was my tours in the Middle East. But, okay, that, so but, he's, that, but that sounds awesome. So, yes, you're yeah. going to some more glamorous spots. Yeah, definitely. But um, still, the ba- I mean, still, what's going on at some of these bases? Like in the UK, what's the... Yeah, honestly, I don't know. I know we've been. I've been to. You don't really find out until you get there. But we've been to some pretty crazy bases. Like I was in Jordan once, and our military base there is underneath the embassy, and the people of Jordan don't know about it. We've tunneled under there. Holy the government does, knows about it. The government of Jordan does, but the people don't. And they have a three-story bunker underneath it where you know they just. No they're, kidding. What, they're keeping an eye on Syria from there and have been for a long time. And do you have, ever? Do either one of you guys ever on these tours like feel any sort of? Um, uh, Overly cautious um, concern for safety or any just w- in Lebanon, I felt that because we went in an unmarked van and it was just so crazy and people were like coming up to our van on a little motorcycles and looking into it and they were like sneaking us in there to the mm-hmm. embassy in in Lebanon that they had bombed in 1980 and we did a Christmas Eve show there where we flew for 26 hours then we got to Lebanon they brought us in this unmarked van and then we they were like all right the show's in an hour. I'm like, oh my god! You know that feeling? We go. I'm going to sleep for a half hour, and then I have to perform. Yeah. And uh, and then also in Egypt, it felt a little bit because that 
uh, uprising had just kind of begun, and then we kind of had to, had to be snuck into Egypt. Yeah. But those are the only two places. Yeah. I asked that also based on having very minimal information about anything going on outside of the U.S. Yeah. And also based on the fact that I think that the U.S. is crazy. So if I'm like, dude, the guy who fucking told us to, to get a meatball sub likes to watch fucking, you know, child porn. So if that's happening here, right. God only knows what's happening in fucking sure. Syria. You yeah. Know? And, uh, yeah, the only time I was really scared was uh, Afghanistan when the sirens went off and the sirens that are, were being mortared. Right now, like it was the word uh. under, and so they told you, like, if that ever happens, you dive under these little cement bunkers that are there to protect you from a mortar attack. Jesus. So, like, the siren goes off. I immediately just, like, fire in the hole! Like, and I'm, uh. like, diving, like, <laughs> like, for my life. And then all, then all the soldiers are standing up, like, that happens every day. And, like, I was like, oh. Oh, okay. Wow. And yeah, you, so you, I never yeah. felt like the biggest puss in my, my entire life. I think he did the right thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, and, and, and you'll probably test this, Mark. Uh, like, wouldn't, because have you done the Middle East ones yet? No. Uh, but, like, when you're there and the soldiers aren't nervous, then I'm not nervous. Like, if they're confident, like, no, we're good, then I'm like, oh, okay. But the the second I see, like, one of the Marines or, or, or Army guys like, oh, 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 no, what's happening, man? Then I'm going to get nervous. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that, that and then they do something called a combat landing, and that scares the fuck out of you. Uh, yeah, I, I've never done that. It, w- w- it's a corkscrew landing, correct? Yeah. Uh, basically, basically, Adam, when they do something called a combat landing, that's, yeah. that, that's when they're landing uh, in a zone where they feel there might be an enemy with like an RPG or something. So they go up really high and rather than make a slow, gradual descent like every other plane, they just pretty much nosedive no. and then pull up at the last second. Yeah. Oh, God, what? Why? <laughs> to avoid being hit by a missile. Yeah. And that and that's what they tell you. Like, as you're like holding onto the seat, like careening, yeah. your, your, and your face is making weird shapes because of the G-forces are like, nah, it's just so, don't, no, it's not weird at all. This is just so we don't get hit by a missile. Yeah. Okay. Worst part is it's still more tame than a New York City cab driver. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. No I shit. was just in New York City in those cabs. It's like, if there's one foot of space, gun it and hit the brakes. <laughs> Dude, it's like, Jesus, what? <laughs> they also, it is amazing how much confidence you have when someone's like a taxi driver or whatever. But also, driver. what are those seats made of in the taxi cab? <laughs> like, what is that material that is so slippery? It's like, what's the slipperiest thing we can find? Camel tongue. What the worst drivers can. <laughs> it's camel tongue. No, it's a camel tongue. It's great. <laughs> Very, very smooth. Some of those cab drivers, though, I don't know. I mean, there's taxi cab confessionals, but it's like, why not we flip the script and put it on the cab drivers? Like, every time I'm in Vegas, I get into a cab with a guy's like, what's up, man? He's like, Hank or Henry. And his voice is always just super gravelly. Right. And he's like, I'm like, how long you been doing cabs, man? Never do I get an answer that's below 32 years. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so it's like, dude, where's your fucking show, right? Enough with, yeah. like, cash cab and taxi cab confessionals. I want to see, because the cab driver is very... Uh, not uh, used a lot. I want to. He- I just want to hear. Maybe just sit down with these guys, and maybe we drive the cab and let them sit in the back. They, sure. They take a cab to the DMV when they're sixteen. They get their license. They murder the cab driver, and they never get out of that cab. <laughs> never get out of the cab. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Every cab driver in Vegas sounds like the next sentence 
out of his mouth is going to be, I'm with the band, man. <laughs> yeah. Let me in. You guys don't need a flute player, do you? <laughs> this one guy told me, he goes, yeah, he goes, yeah, man. I go, what's the craziest thing? I was just, you know, that's usually my go-to. I go, what's the craziest thing you've seen? And like yeah. some guys will go, oh, a lot of drunk girls, a lot of drunk guys, a couple fights, a couple girls took a, started playing with herself in the back seat. Uh, that was pretty cool. This one guy goes, these two uh, hot chicks get in the car, and they told me to take them to a club. And he's like, the club uh, was too far away. So then they go, why don't you just drop us at our place? I take them back. They're being very flirty. He's like, then they invite me to go upstairs. And I'm like, uh, yeah. So I go up there, and they start taking off their clothes and kissing each other. And I start being like, well, this is where I can intervene and start possibly touching and feeling. And they go, no, you can't do that. But you can sit in the corner and jerk off. I go, so what'd you do? He goes, I fucking took out my dick. <laughs> just like, he just goes, I call it feeding the meter. <laughs> <laughs> I love every story that's, that at some point in the story goes, well, so I took out my dick. Yeah, did he really? He didn't spare any details as if like, I didn't know what the next step was. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's like the world's like worst Workout for the gym, like <laughs> aerobics right. instructor. First, when you get, get on your this machine, out and jerk off. Take out your dick. This is something I enjoy. Yeah. Right, Take a I nap on that mat and leave when you're ready. Lay down. We need your shoulders perpendicular to the ground and be flat on your back. Then you take out your dick. <laughs> That's uh, perfect. I'm, I'm good. It's part this. of the my workout plan. Yeah, <laughs> what's your workout? <laughs> <laughs> my time. Oh my god! See, instead of 24 hour fitness, it's seven minutes fitness. <laughs> seven minutes. Kudos to you. I'm a. I go. I go at. <laughs> I ever tell you about the time I was at 24 hour fitness uh, and they closed at 11 on Saturday. Wait, what? I, I walked in at like I was leaving at like 10:42 and a guy was walking in, just super pumped, had his headphones in, was singing. Yeah. Takes mm-hmm. one out and just goes, ah, and just like you know, just looking. The person goes, "What's up?" And like gives this thing, and the woman yeah. goes, "Oh, um, you know, we close in like 18 minutes, right?" He goes, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and she goes, "We close at 11." He goes, "24-hour fitness." Yeah. yeah. And she goes, "Yeah, but Saturdays we close at 11." He goes, "What the fuck is that about?" <laughs> just loses it. So yeah. like, I'm like halfway out the door, but then just being like, "Yeah, fucking, let me take out these protein bars for a minute." You know, yeah, just like, let me stick in around. In LA, all that anger is about just like. I got a call back. I was on a fail. Yeah, and I didn't did. get it. Yeah, like I did. Now, yeah. now he's just deflecting it onto this 24-hour employee. But still, that is weird. It's like an AM, PM only being open in the AM. <laughs> <laughs> PM optional, baby. <laughs> PM optional. We'll vibe it out. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, one of my favorite Stephen Wright jokes. Where, where he says, I, 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 I walked to a, a cafe. It said it was open 24 hours. So I knocked on the door. The guy says, go away. We're closed. I said, what? Your sign says you're open 24 hours. He says, yeah, not in a row. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's, sorry, I had to do this, Steve, the Stephen Wright impression. To yeah. Do it. Yeah, it's just that voice right there. I don't know if I can listen to that for an hour. It's you can. tough. You can. Yeah? I've seen him for an hour. He's that good. good. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, did you have any, I don't think we've ever asked you this, uh, shitty day jobs? Ever in my life? Yeah. Shitty day jobs? Yeah. That's all I've had. Really? <laughs> I feel like. I don't know. I, I mean, we've talked about the restaurant thing at some point, but yeah. I, I don't think you never really tackled your elementary school days. We did, actually, in the last one we did. I think we did. Wait, you had, a, you had a I job in the, elementary school? I taught the first grade for a while. Oh, okay. oh first, yeah, yeah, yeah. I taught, I taught for taught. seven years. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I want was, to know what Mark Sertel, the teacher now, would go back and teach those kids, based on what you know, based on what the world has gone through, and based on what those kids are expecting. 
never get blackout drunk in Vegas, baby. Let's <laughs> <laughs> steal your money you know and make it throw dice. <laughs> if they really wanted to offer like valuable lessons to anyone in high school, that should be it, 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 that to be at least glanced at. Like, hey guys, yeah. just so you know, never get blackout drunk in Vegas. I actually remember know a health teacher limits. in high school. Like, our health teacher was pretty cool, and I remember one time he just like went to the door, looked outside the door both ways, and then shut the door, and was like. <laughs> You guys want to know how to cure a hangover? <laughs> I was like, uh, yeah. And then we just—it was like a bunch of dudes, and we just asked a bunch of questions. It was like, ask me other dude stuff. <laughs> Wait, like, this was your PE teacher? No, our health teacher. And we were just like—I just remember like—what was his th- name? Because my our my high school health teacher was also the baseball coach. His name was Mr. Suplin, and he was the exact same way. He would get yeah. baked all the time. Yeah, this would guy come was in, stoner. Would talk about everything that wasn't on the lesson plan, but like health related. He was like. If you ever find yourself in a threesome and you're figure, trying to figure out who to delegate the more of the attention to, he was just yeah, fucking like totally. all over uh, the place. He goes, Beautiful. sit to the side, let them meet each other, let them get acquainted. <laughs> it ain't about you, it's about them. <laughs> you're like, oh, okay. this, see, this is, this is valuable knowledge. Yeah. He also would just give very on the service like health tips where he'd like pull up a chart of like fast food and he'd be like, eat a lot of burgers, you're gonna get a fat ass. <laughs> he'd just be, you know, right, let's go outside and play some Foursquare. It was just like very. That's the best. Yeah. See, good. Someone needs to be doing that. Like to the I, point, it was direct. I don't yeah. even know about sine, cosine, and tangent. I'm not gonna use that knowledge ever in my life. But well, that's maths. Hey, yeah, tell me how not to mix drinks in, in Vegas and not to get blackout drunk. And, there will never be a class that. What to do if a hooker in, steals your money? What? Yeah. <laughs> it's just called tangibility, tangible things. <laughs> <laughs> this is tangibility 101. When you come home and your girlfriend's thrown all of your stuff outside on the front porch, here's how you handle that yeah. shit. Yeah, they never tell you, like, do not cry and beg your first girlfriend back when she dumps you. She will not take you back. <laughs> that would be a valuable That'd thing. Be great. Great, uh, great lesson. Because you, yeah. you really, uh, having to figure that out on your own is yeah. terrible. It takes three or four times where, like, the second a girl mentions a breakup now, you turn around, you walk out the door, you don't contact her for two weeks, <laughs> and she will beg Balls you Balls in your court, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There you go. That's life lessons from Mark Saratella. It's yeah. true, though. I don't know if you can tell the story. What? The, um, the, the, the guy coming, uh, coming to the place at the house where you were there with the girl. Oh, I got it now. Yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was down in Oceanside. Oh, was San Diego. This yeah. has been Mark Recaps. <laughs> no, this was, this was probably like seven years ago. Now, yeah, but I, okay. I'm doing a stand-up set at a barbecue joint, and it's just, it was actually packed in a, in a great show, and this girl just came up to me. Like, the show just got out. I was talking to the guy who booked me. He's paying me. And this girl just came over and just, just goes, do you want to see my tan lines? And I was like, yes, of course I do. <laughs> and she just, like, pulled her entire, like, pants off in front of like this couple this like and and i looked at this like married woman mm-hmm. and then the guy who paid me and i just took the money and she goes what are you gonna do i go i'm leaving <laughs> best barbecue yeah. ever i go thanks for having me so we get in the car we go home uh we're making out on the street like in the car in a corner and all of a sudden like, it's san diego and no, it's a military town this enormous like bigfoot monster truck pulls up looks at us and then drives off and then her and I continue to, like, make out and stuff. And then she goes, that was my boyfriend. I was like, what? Now? Here? What? Today? And so she gets out of the car and starts walking. I start my car. The truck just pulls up, stops in front of my car. The window rolls down. I look up at him. He's clearly a Marine. <laughs> I am the complete opposite of a Marine. <laughs> I have no fighting skills. You, you, you are like what Captain America was before he took the soldier super serum. Yeah, You're just sitting there like, ah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, 
I go, hey, man. And he goes, don't say a word. <laughs> and I was like, oh, God. Okay. What go, are you expecting physically that he's going to do to you? Death? Uh, I don't know. I, you know. I definitely was like, whatever happens here. I go, I go, I didn't. He goes, you're not sorry. She should be sorry. She's a piece of shit. You have a good life. <laughs> and then he just drove off. <laughs> and I went back to her house and yeah. did what I had to do. <laughs> as far as I was concerned, you dead yeah, yeah, totally. kind of like give it a beat and go. Uh, he told me I have a good life. I think that was insinuating. Yeah. Go back upstairs. Yeah, he was like, complete the mission, soldier. <laughs> you went back. Oh, my God. I love that. Where's that guy now, do you think? He's probably outside this window. <laughs> he's probably he's like got one of those, in. Yeah, he's probably got like one of those tree suits on. It was a test. I didn't think he'd go back. <laughs> Welcome to the last About Last Night podcast. <laughs> All three comedians were double-tapped on the way out of Adam's apartment. Uh, wait, well, I would love to hear our listeners... <clears throat> Vegas stories, because no shit, right? And you know what? That uh, that's a great segue into next week's contest, yes. which is your best Vegas story. You've Absolutely. heard our Vegas stories, yeah. from Mark, Adam, and Brad. Uh, if you can, uh, if you think you can top that, we uh, the same way we did the Clooney Boop contest. Mm-hmm. Uh, email your best Vegas story, um, whether it involved you or a friend of yours. Um, or your or parents, a Vietnamese prostitute, or Vietnam- Ling Ling. <laughs> oh Jesus! It still hurts. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what does the STD or yes, the uh, yes that yeah, one break yeah, yeah. yeah, both. <laughs> what kind of an STD would you get from Ling Ling? Uh, sore, sore. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Not bad for the top of my head. Too bad we can't end on that fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. gem. <laughs> He's got Pat Seu. <laughs> What'd you get from Ling Ling? Sore, sore. <laughs> uh, I think it works. It does. Yo, okay. Good. What does Pat say you? He goes, let's just say brown noodle. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when I did that uh, Jay Leno live show? And I think you helped me write this joke where I did like a Jay Leno live at UCB and I did like a monologue and I go, oh, here's something good. I don't know if you heard about this, but apparently it's been the new, the, the, uh, the giant uh, earthquake in, um, I think it was, uh, where, where was it again? With um oh uh, Japan, it was a Japan earthquake. Anyway, oh, no, it was a tsunami. It was, it was a tsunami a, in uh, where, where India, the, Malaysia. India, Malaysia. No, no, it was somewhere where there were Japanese people. I like that you're still going with the <laughs> no impression. Where was it? it was somewhere in Korea. Was it Japan. the nuclear explosion? Jap- <laughs> somewhere, that, somewhere where there's Japanese people, like Korea. That's what Adam Ray just said. Fuck just, you, it's Jay Leno. <laughs> No, but anyway, so the joke was like, Some, oh, there's this big... Somewhere just say, Japanese... I just say it with a Japanese earthquake. <laughs> there was a big earthquake. I think it might have been Haiti, actually. <laughs> I can't remember. So either way, the, Jap- the earthquake happened. I go, many of the people, lives lost, uh, destroyed, homes destroyed. Uh, and there, there were over 900 people that were just swimming in the water. Uh, or as I like to call it, miso soup. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Japanese tsunami. All right, that's what it was. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, all right, so send your Vegas stories to uh, arraysugar at gmail.com, A-R-A-Y sugar at gmail.com, uh, with the subject, ALN best Vegas story. And mm-hmm. the winner will receive some ALN merch, prizes, signed CDs, Absolutely. maybe a signed picture of the, uh, of the uh, Brad's ass <laughs> slash, <laughs> slash safety flotation device. Absolutely. You should, yeah, hey man, I've talked about you trying to uh, you know get some sponsorship from the uh, Funky Duck, yeah. But maybe you should like make a Brad Williams ass pillow safety. <laughs> Brad Williams ass pillow. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean some sort of flotation. Like, listen, if you meet me after a show <laughs> and you get me drunk enough, you may get a Brad Williams ass pillow. <laughs> You'll enjoy it. It'll be good for the pool. You know they got floaties for the yeah, pool. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, no, I think I. You think know, like I those should. boards. You know, like the boards they have that people. Right. Call, well, like, no, boards. like well, yes, they're yes, they're called kickboards, Adam. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> I think that like the same way porn stars get like molds made of like their boobs and vagina and dick and stuff, then I should get like a f- a floaty pillow. As my ass. Absolutely. And you sit on it in the pool. You just directly sit on it. You just float around in it. It's perfect. Yeah. And, and, and then you can always have the joke that we'll never get old where you come home and be like, hey, there's an ass in my pool. And it's just, it's just an ass pool. When, when was that like a go-to joke? In the 80s. It was big. Uh, I need to quickly ask. They make vagina molds? Yeah. I did not know that. From, uh, from uh, porn stars. Wow. So oh, okay, for the men who yeah, for the men will never who, get to actually it's for guys that commit suicide. It's their last purchase. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> so that's the show. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Boy, they're a lot of fun, huh? Why don't you subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? (laughs) Nice. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger. Schleichinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years. One of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.